Welcome to Half Finished to Done, a podcast for passionate business owners like you who are ready to stop procrastinating and start finishing all of your half-done projects. I'm your host, Christina, and I'm looking forward to helping you finish your projects in a calm, sustainable way using a simple, repeatable process. All along the way, we'll be working through the mental, emotional, and logistical obstacles that are standing between you and extraordinary projects. Let's get into it. All right, welcome back to the podcast. So excited to have one of my former clients, Kara, here with us today. Kara, tell us about yourself and your work. Hello, hello, everyone. Well, my name is Kara, and my business is Branded and Purpose. I am a brand strategist. I help other solopreneurs become the greatest version of themselves in business so that they can flourish and that they can pitch perfectly in their business. I really look for like the gaps in their businesses and really try to make sure that they're walking in their purpose and that they're shining brightly as they should. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and I'm from Ohio. And so I'm currently in Ohio right now as we speak. Okay, no more international adventures right now. Are you taking a break from that? So I recently relocated from Puerto Rico, but I am getting ready to relocate to Mexico. So I am looking forward to that. Okay. And I didn't even know you were in Mexico for a point in time. So how amazing yeah. is that? I am back in Washington, D.C. So we're just flitting back and forth. But I actually think that the whole idea of a location independent business is something we should tackle today because we haven't talked about it yet on the podcast. But it's one of the biggest benefits of being an online business owner. Absolutely. I absolutely love the freedom behind it and just being able to pick up and go. Yeah. Okay. So let's start back at the beginning and talk about why you decided to enroll in Half Finished to Done Live and not just enroll, but enroll immediately. Oh, yeah. Well, I will say, you know, the crazy thing is I was going to be signing up for a graphic design boot camp. I submitted my application. I know when we talked on our consulting time, I'm like, OK, which one am I going to do? I actually ended up getting denied from that program. And I was just like, I was a little bummed about it. And I'm just like, but I decided that this is something that I didn't even know I needed. So let me back up a little bit. I found out about you from another email list. And so you were part of an email list and they said, hey, jump on to this productivity call. I'm like, cool, let me go ahead and jump on. I got on a little tardy, but in that little bit of time, I got so much value that I was like, oh, I definitely have to set up a consultation with you. And then after I talked to you, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is everything that I need that I didn't know (laughs) that I needed. So I just went ahead and it wasn't any convincing for me. It was just like, take my money. So (laughs) like I was ready. I was ready for the transformation, but I didn't even know it was what I needed. Mm. I love that idea of like, you just see an opportunity, you show up and you're like, oh, I wasn't planning to say yes to this thing. And yet this is exactly the answers to all the questions I didn't know I was asking. That's so cool. Absolutely. And I think it's really neat because I have clients who will take literally two years of being on my email list to become clients, which is awesome. Like I love that people stick around for that long and just slowly and surely sell themselves. 
And also it's so cool to watch someone do the opposite, which is like one workshop, one consultation call, immediate yes. Yeah. And it was so funny because I know you were getting ready like to try to let me know the value. And I'm like, just give me the price. Like I didn't (laughs) even care how much it was. I was so convinced that there was so much value that was attached to it that I was like, I need it and I need it now. So the timing was absolute. It was divine timing, I will say for sure. I'm so glad that was your experience. So tell us more about why. Like, what did you immediately see that you, at that point, realized you needed? So I think the biggest thing for me, just a little bit of my background, I had recently left the classroom as an educator. So I was a high school science teacher. COVID happened and I knew like it is time for me to go. So I decided to jump into entrepreneurship full time. I didn't have a true plan. I had a financial plan, but I didn't have like, you know, all my business plans and things together. And so once I left, the classroom, you know, it was just a process of like breathing a little bit and then trying to figure things out. And so last year in 2021, I had so many projects that I was working on, but nothing was getting completed. It was just like, I'm working on this and I'm working on this and I'm working on this. And I just realized that I couldn't multitask as well as I thought I could. And I didn't realize that they were really half-finished projects. And I was really intrigued by what you had to offer because, again, the program, it's in the name, Half-Finished to Done. So I wanted to become part of the Done team. And also, I am like far from a type A personality. Like I am just go with the flow and, you know, wherever the wind blows me, it's where (laughs) where I will land. So just really trying to, you know, get more structure because I had so much freedom. And I don't think we talk about that enough with entrepreneurship is like the freedom and the responsibility that it comes to like trying to self-regulate yourself. Okay. This is so powerful. So there's three things that are coming to mind for me. The first is that idea of going with the flow and adding in structure without feeling like you're sacrificing. The second thing is, I think I'm right. You identify or identified as a multi-passionate. Is that right? Absolutely. Because I think when I was talking to you, I was just finishing up some of my deaf doula work. Mm -hmm. And then I was doing like graphic design. And then I was trying to transition into brand strategies because I'm like, oh, this is where I really need to be versus doing the marketing side of things. So absolutely. Okay. And then combine that with, like you said, it's kind of sometimes paralyzing how much freedom we have as business owners. I like that you use the word self-regulate. If we don't know how to self-regulate with our emotions and our minds and our schedules, that freedom can feel awful. And then we feel guilty that it feels so bad because we're like, I have all the freedom I've ever wanted. Nobody else has this kind of freedom. And then we beat ourselves up for not using it, quote unquote, properly. So let's talk about those three things all together. How did Half Finished Done Live help you without taking away the parts of you that you liked? So the thing I loved about Half Finished to Done is for one, it compartmentalized like everything that I had going on into one place. So it first helped me to really organize like, okay, you actually do. I think I had like maybe 
20 something unfinished projects. So really going through those and like, what am I going to do? What am I going to dump? What am I going to delegate? And I will say one thing that stuck out to me at the beginning of the process was you told us that our mind was a renewable resource. And that was I don't so, remember saying that, but I like it. Yes, <laughs> it was so powerful because a lot of times we have these ideas and we just want to hold on to them so tightly. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, is this truly in alignment with where I am in this season of my life? And I had a life coach last year as well. I didn't realize that you were also a life coach. So a lot of things that I was doing was working in tangent with my life coach and with you. And I will say like, hands off, you were definitely the best investment last year for sure. Not just hyping you up, but you really were. But it really helped me to just get in alignment with what I saw for myself, what I saw for my future and just giving myself permission to say yes to the things that I want to say yes to and to say no. Because I feel like a lot of things I was on the fence with before the program and afterwards it was like, no, I can commit to this yes or I can commit to this no. That is so good to hear. Thank you. You're always so nice and you do hype me up, but I do know it's genuine (laughs) as well. So thank you. And you did the work, right? You took the tool. So kudos back to you. That idea of your brain being a renewable resource is so powerful. So I'm really glad you mentioned that because so many people are like, all my projects are important. I have to do them all and I want to do them all, right? It's not always I have to do them all. I want to do them all. And then what happens is exactly what you were experiencing where you're just paralyzed because you're like, I'm just flailing in all these different directions And nothing is actually getting done to the level that I would like to have it done. And when you truly believe, like one of my favorite thoughts is the best ideas always resurface. And when you believe that, you just instantly feel more relaxed and you realize that things can just go in eight-week sprints one at a time. Yes, I love that. I love that. And it's powerful because, like I said, you want to hold on to so many things. It's like, but these are my babies and I want to do them all. But it's like, are you truly serving those projects if they never even get completed? And nothing's getting completed at that. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us more about how you've learned to really balance the freedom and the autonomy that you have, including location, independence and time with having this structure. What does that look like for you these days? I think for me these days, I am actually taking a small hiatus from my business right now because I recently relocated home and I just wanted to prioritize. That's one thing I learned in the program because when I first was in the program, I had came home to visit and I had, you know, explained to you, I'm like, every time I come home, it's like some type of disaster that happens. And you're like, okay, well, you can... totally plan for that to happen, you know? And I just never thought of it in that way. It's like, oh my gosh, life is going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. And so where I am right now, as far as like my business and autonomy, I gave myself permission to just pause in this season right now. And then I'm going to get things ramped back up in August when I relocate to Mexico. And so that was a beautiful thing. I wouldn't have come to that conclusion alone if I hadn't been through your program because I would have been having so much guilt Mm. and I would have had so much shame attached to the idea that, you know, I need to step away and be okay with that because I definitely have always been like an overachiever and like, oh, if I say I'm going to do it, I have to get it done. And it's like, okay, but 
it's okay to pause. It's okay to do things in a minimal way, which I love your newest workshops as well, where you talk about, you know, really being able to like in those seasons when, you know, you may not feel like the highest level of like productivity and you may need to step back. Like how can you be kind to yourself and still be able to reach your goals in the amount of time that you're looking to do that? Oh, I just like love this conversation. And so just for anyone listening, that specific last challenge that Kara is referring to is the bare minimum challenge. And it's something that you get access to when you join my program, Half Finished to Done Live. And so it's such a powerful realization though, that again, as business owners, we have this autonomy. And one of the things that we're able to do is to produce an insane amount of value in way less time than we would in other bureaucratic corporate settings, right? Because we don't have any of the red tape. So I love this idea of I could either work all year long or I can take this month off and then I just have to create more value in the time that I do have. And what I think happens then is you end up stretching your brain and problem solving at a higher level when you give yourself less time. How have you seen that? (laughs) I absolutely agree. I mean, I now have the confidence going through the program to know that like I can set these goals. I can give myself buffer periods, which is a great thing that I did, you know, when working on my project plan is like, okay, life is going to happen. So like, let's buffer in some of those things that could potentially happen in life. And I feel like that was like a lifesaver for me because in the past, it's just like things are going to happen. And then I just let it all go. Can I curse on here? A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So, and then it's like, (laughs) everything goes to shit. So it's like, (laughs) I'm so excited. Like now I know that, okay, even if I have to go back and reevaluate that I have like the permission to, and that I have like the skill set to do it in a way that is still going to get me to my overall goal. I love that you just emphasize two different things, the permission and the skill set. That permission is everything, right? It's the exact permission that takes away the guilt and the shame and the embarrassment that you were talking about before. So that's huge. And then I also love the skill set. So tell me more about the skill sets that you have that make you be able to rest assured that you'll create the value when it's time. I would say that planning overall hasn't been my strongest point. I almost look at like budgeting your time as like budgeting your money. So I've had a grasp on like budgeting my money for years now, but I never was able to apply that same concept to like budgeting my time. And so what that really means is budgeting your money is giving yourself permission to spend and knowing that it is there to spend. And so I look at it the same way with, you know, my time is like when I'm budgeting my time, like I'm giving myself permission to spend this time. And I know that the time is there and I can get everything that I want to get done. And so for me, the skill set, I would say is based on the tools that you provided for us. So the Monday hour one, really just going through like the thought filling cycle, all of those things are definitely tools (laughs) that I have in my back pocket now that are extremely helpful, the deep hour, all of those things have really given me the confidence to know like I don't have to subscribe to being the person who can't plan or follow through. You know, like I can be the person that plans for something and sees it through to the end. So it's really been good for me. And coming from like a traditional 
background as far as like schooling. Like I was in school for a very long time. I actually, my last schooling, I was in medical school. So I was almost a doctor and I was dismissed after failing my final attempt on my board exam. And so it was very challenging for me to just view myself differently outside of like that level of productivity. So I've experienced productivity because I had to, you know, but it was never anything that like felt good or authentic for me. It just felt very forced and it left me very overwhelmed and left me feeling very anxious. And like now I don't have to experience that same level of anxiety when I am planning for projects. I'm really emotional these days. I'm like, for sure about to burst into tears. So just give me a second here. This just makes me so happy. (laughs) So happy. And I'm just thinking of like the version of you who was dismissed from getting into medical school. And then I look at this version of you and I'm like, so resilient, first of all, and just believing like I can be productive and it can feel authentic and I can be multi-passionate and I can follow through. It's just so freaking cool to see this version. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here to experience this version as well and the freedom that I have because I know a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine being dismissed from medical school. Like you were almost a doctor. I was. So I I do take that 50% very seriously. But yeah, it's been a blessing. I will say it's been a blessing because everything has brought me to this path. I really feel like what you do is truly a gift. And I feel like everybody should be able to experience this gift, not even just like business owners. I'm just like, if I had this type of training, even in medical school, I could only imagine like how much different my experience would have been and how much stress would have been able to take, been taken away, you know, to have those level of tools then. I mean, you get like these general tools and like, oh, you can use this and use the Pomono. Is it Pomono method? Uh, Pomodoro. (laughs) Pomodoro method. (laughs) And do this and do that. But I think one thing that is missing with a lot of productivity is the mindset piece. Mm Mm-hmm. And same with like the whole budgeting thing, because once I got on my budget jam, I was trying to show everybody in my family budget, budget, budget. And I quickly realized that it is much bigger than money. Like this is a mindset thing. And productivity is so much bigger than just an issue of time. Like it is truly a mindset thing. And I feel like that is where your gifting is, is being able to have people to go deep inside and to truly reflect and to see themselves the way that the world sees them, which is amazing. Yes, that last piece, so important, is see yourself the way the world sees you. I say that to clients a lot now where I'm like, here are my thoughts about you. And I'm like, you can either reject my thoughts about you or you can internalize them. And they're always good thoughts. They're always incredible thoughts, right? Where I'm like, look at you. It's like, I can see so clearly a client's progress. And I can see so clearly where they're headed. And I can see so clearly the vision of them three years from now, where they have what they want. Mm -hmm. And I never lose faith in that, even when they're in what we now call the valley of despair, like that period where you're like, this isn't working. I'm not making any progress and this sucks. And I wish I hadn't signed up for this. (laughs) I can see the other side. And I think that's actually one of the really big values of a coach is the coach's job is to hold the faith. 
even when it's hard. I'm really, to be honest, and you know, I'm definitely the hype lady for sure. I'm like the hype <laughs> woman for like all my friends and everything. But I, I guess I can't really say it enough that the level of training that you have on top of just the gifting that God has placed on you specifically, that combination, you just can't make it up. You can't just go to school and become who you are. Like who you are is it's so deep. It's so profound. And I think that anyone who is listening, if you get an opportunity to work with Christina, it is truly life-changing. Like when you truly decide to commit to yourself, just know that you have someone on the other side that is rooting for you and that is going to push you and is going to take you out of your comfort zone and You know, you may have those moments where you're like, I don't want to show up, but you know that she is going to be right there for you. And the fact that like you're always looking to improve is amazing because so many people, they just feel like they've arrived. You know, I've been doing this coaching thing for this long and I have these accolades and I'm the expert. Like you never come in with that level of like snootiness that some of these coaches that I have personally worked with, you know, um, have had. And I just wish that the empathy that you had could just be spread out to the coaching space because we need more of it. And unfortunately, the coaching space is getting saturated with a lot of inauthentic people. And it's like a bad rap. And a lot of people are like scarred and dealing with the trauma Mm -hmm. of that. So they are not always trusting. But I just want to let you guys know, like, if you are listening to this podcast right now and you are on the borderline of whether or not this is something that you need, I'm telling you, it is going to far exceed your expectations. You are killing me right now. So, <laughs> you know, it's so interesting. I actually think this is a really powerful conversation for us to have because I have this like very mixed reaction right now where like 75% of me is just like soaking it in and so grateful for you for seeing it and saying it about me. And I'm like, wow, that means so much. And you're right. Like I've done so much work to be able to be more myself in a way that helps people. And also there's the 25% that I'm like, what the F is she talking about? <laughs> I'm like, I'm thinking of all the moments where I like totally have been too forceful with a client and I've totally acted like I knew it all. And I've totally been an asshole. And I'm just thinking of like all these moments. But I think that's a really cool conversation then is how do we become more ourselves and recognize that sometimes we're just going to suck and we keep evolving. <laughs> like, how do you do that? <laughs> It's a challenge. I mean, I have some business accountability friends and we meet up on Sundays and and we talk about the balance. It's like, yeah, I do want to show up in this authentic, organic way, but it's like, is it too much? It's always going to be the question because there are parts of us that like, if we just ripped it throughout a filter, (laughs) that we probably wouldn't have many friends or supporters around (laughs) us. So there's like that really real space, right? That, you know, you do have to consider others and consider how they receive. And it's hard sometimes because we do push like the whole thing, like, oh, just show up as you and you and you. And like, yes, to some extent, right? But you also have to know is like, you're continuing to evolve. And like you said, you have those moments where you're like, 
oh man, I sh- could have handled this situation better. Or, and the same for me, like I don't get upset often, but when I do, I am very hard on myself because I'm like, oh, I gave them permission. You know, mm. I cannot believe that I gave someone else permission to basically evade like my space in that way, you know, mm-hmm. for me to cut up. So <laughs> I try not to do it often, but I'm always giving myself permission to evolve and just sharing that and just being transparent in that. Cause of course we're not perfect. Some people are going to experience us in just like the worst ways. You know what I mean? And we'll have like yeah. some of the worst things to say. And then other people's will just see the light. And I hate like the notion of like, oh, you see people's true colors. Like, no, people are human. We have multiple sides. Yes. My kindness. Why is that not the true version of myself? You know what I mean? Like, why does it have to be when people are like ugly or in these compromising positions that it's like, oh, that's the true you. Like, says who? Right. Right. I like that. Like, you just making space for people being fallible. And not that we don't recognize that and we work to improve that, but also just letting yourself, again, suck sometimes. I think that was one of my biggest moments of just aha, like, oh, relaxing. I can just relax into being myself. So one of the things that I teach and have finished it on live is this idea of emotions being 50-50, that you're going to experience negative emotions, you're going to experience positive emotions. And when you are trying to only feel good, you actually feel worse because you're in constant resistance to the negative emotions. So that concept is really integrated into the whole program, but also this idea of as a person, you're 50-50. As a person, you're a lot of really good things. And as a person, you're a lot of shitty things. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I learned that, so I got that from the life coach school. But as soon as I heard that, I was like, wait, I'm allowed to just suck sometimes? Oh, and it took so much pressure off. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, I think even like how I'm showing up on social media, (laughs) like in my stories is like a way for me to just be like, hey, just take me as I am realizing like we're not going to be for everybody you know like there's going to be some people that you really want to touch and reach and I'll say I learned that from the classroom from teaching so I'm sure you've had similar experiences where you're like you know coaching and you see so much in them and you're like you're trying to pull it out but it's like this resistance that's up and I definitely learned after my first year of teaching is like I can't save the world And that's okay. Mm -hmm. But I can definitely have an influence and I can have an an impact and try to make my impact as great as possible. And just to correct my wrongs, to be honest, because sometimes I think about friends who aren't like really showing up in a way that I feel like they should. And then I'm (laughs) like, well, I might be that friend though to somebody else in this season. You know what I mean? And so just being able to just hold that mirror up is like so important for us on our personal journeys and as we continue to evolve and become, you know, better versions of ourselves. I love that. So you touched on something really cool, which is about impact. And so one of the things that I've been teaching more recently is the five different types of project ROI. So when you finish your projects, you can get emotional return on your investment, you get social capital, you get impact, you get time, and you get financial return. Let's talk about the impact. So after you went through Half Finished to Done Live and as you've been more and more in your business and just in your life, what is the impact that you are having and that you want to have on people around you? So I would say that some of the 
important impacts for me is definitely time. Because I think that having more time, definitely it impacts like my mood as well. You know, I feel like I'm a very kindness is the way. So I try to exude kindness all the time, but it's such a genuine place that I get to come from when I do have this extra time. I also feel like time allows me more opportunities to have like that social impact as well, because the social impact piece is extremely important to me. But I feel like there's an element of time that is like necessary to be able to hold space for like that emotional like (laughs) impact as well, which will lead to like greater things. And I feel like just overall, as far as like the financial impact, I know a lot of people like to like focus on the finances, but I just feel like when you are truly in alignment and you're doing what you're supposed to do and you're walking in your purpose that for me, I know the things that I want to accomplish on a social level is going to require money. So I feel Mm -hmm. like money will follow me in that way and not in a way where I have to like push for it. Because even right now in the season, I'm not taking like new clients. Of course, that's the thing like, oh my goodness, am I going to be able to reach these goals in the amount of time? And I'm, I'm in a season of like trusting and just having the faith to know like, this is what I need in this season. And again, it's okay to be where I am currently. Yes. Yeah. Love that. One example that I have actually about the time piece is what I've been noticing is if I go on my morning walk and I'm in my head and I'm just kind of chaotically ruminating on things, I miss everything around me. But as soon as I'm just present in that moment and I'm like, I have this time, I've carved out this time specifically for a walk. There's nothing else I need to be doing right now. What I notice is I'll get into so many more little conversations with people, just like funny, sweet little interactions. Like I was walking behind this woman the other day and she had a tag that was still in her clothes. And I was like, excuse me, excuse me. I was like, do you have a tag on? (laughs) And so we were just like joking about that. And I was like, if I had been in my head or been in a rush, I would have missed that moment. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't significant. It's not like we became friends, but it was just a nice exchange with somebody else in the world. And so I'm totally with you that like the time And feeling relaxed around time just contributes to so many nice interactions. Yes. And I think you said it well. It's like it does allow you to be more present. It truly allows you to be more present. And it allows you to just have more opportunities to like spend with yourself personally. And I know for me as an introvert, I love me time. Mm -hmm. I love to have that like extra space. You know, I have like all these extra hobbies now. I'm skating I'm teaching myself how to play pool. I'm going to the gym. I'm learning Spanish. I have a tutor. Like I have this time that in my mind, I'm just like, I don't have the time. And I'm like, but you do, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> in yeah. the past, you know, so I'm happy that I'm like taking the time to like actually explore other things that I enjoy as well. And it helps with like my creativity as well. Yes, there's so much research that it actually helps you get more done. It actually helps you be more creative when you are taking that time to have your brain relax. So I love that. I saw your skating video on Instagram and I loved it. (laughs) You have way more coordination than I do. (laughs) (laughs) I think too, I'll just do another little plug for Mm -hmm. Monday Hour One, which is one of the three skill sets that I teach in the program that you've talked about. One of the reasons I love it so much is because it shows you the math of your schedule. 
Meaning that, like you said, with a budget, like 100% of your time by the end of the week has been allocated. It's just usually allocated unintentionally. And so Monday hour one is your opportunity to intentionally allocate your time and to really do a reality check around your time. So you might put things on your schedule and be like, oh, I actually have way more space than I thought I did to learn Spanish and rollerblade. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or I don't. I don't have the time that I think I do. And that's really important to know as well. So it just shows you the, I call it the one source of truth of your Mm -hmm. life is that Monday hour one planning. Oh, and I will say from the Monday hour one planning recently, when we were on a workshop together, there was a young lady who talked about if she didn't do something after like three times that was on her schedule, like she would remove it. Oh my goodness. That has been so freeing for me as well. Cause you guys, I'm not perfect with the planning, right? Like I'm still in the process, but when I tell you, like I had a few things on my schedule and I was putting it on there every week. It was just so hard for me to commit to. And I just took it off. And it was fine. I thought it was going to be like this big deal. I thought it was going to make me, you know, have all these crazy feelings. And it didn't. Like, it was just such a relief that I didn't have to see it in dread having to do it every day. Right. Right. That mm -hmm. is so good. I just posted on TikTok. I was like, you think it has to get done, but does it? actually have to get done. And I'm like, that's exactly, Mm -hmm. you're like, the tip that somebody gave was, if I move it three times on my calendar, then that's the indicator that I'm not going to do it and I don't need to do it. And then I'll just let it go. So I love that you just embrace that. And it also speaks to the value of being in a community doing this work where people are like tossing out ideas and they're talking about their struggles. Mm -hmm. And so being able to relate and then get insight from that. Yeah, that's definitely something I really took in. And I was like, oh, this is good. And the crazy thing is like the thing I took off the schedule, I just do it sporadically now and it works. Mm. So it's not necessarily on a schedule. It's just like, hey, when I have these blocks of free times, if I want to do it, I will. If I don't, I'll just do something else. So I enjoy that now. What is so cool to me as we talk is everything that you're saying sounds so relaxed. Like you just have this deep acceptance around who you are when it comes to productivity. Do you feel that way? I do. I feel really good. Even now my friends are like, well, are you like nervous because you haven't been this and you haven't been that? And I'm like, no, I feel really good. You know, I will say like one of the biggest challenges at the beginning of the program was like trying to shut off my brain because I'm Mm. so used to Like I said, being in med school and even being a teacher is like, it's always going. You're always thinking, when do I have this, the next test? Like I'm always having to prepare, 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 Mm. but I don't feel that way anymore. Like now I can actually be done with it. And because I have a plan, like I know it's going to get done in the set time frames that I've have allotted. So that's definitely some freedom for me. It's like being able to shut off my brain because that's always been a challenge for me. It's like, go, go, go. I'm so inspired because I'm like, obviously I teach this work and I practice this work, but I'm like, I still struggle with it. And honestly, just hearing the level of, again, relaxation and acceptance that you have, I'm like, yes, I want more of that. (laughs) Yeah, I'll say when I'm doing like my deep work sessions, one of the key components that you kind of brought out to us was actually having like a sheet of paper or something to write down like those random thoughts that come along. 
And I feel like that's helpful, not only when I'm doing like the deep work session, but even like on the weekends or, you know, when I don't have like, I'm not quote unquote working, I just jot things down in my phone so it can get out of my brain. Cause a lot of it is just, you just have to dump it out of your brain. If not, it will consume you. And that's something else that I really like from the program, like that extra component that you gave was like having like those morning meetings with yourself and really just being able to like, let it go. Let's see what's all there. Let's figure out what it really means. And let's compartmentalize. Let's put it somewhere. Let's find a a home for it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I've been doing that on my walks recently. And I think sometimes we're nervous to dig into the negativity because we think if we dig into the negativity, we'll stay there. And I think we're nervous to like start cataloging and inventorying tasks because we're nervous that that list will never end. Mm -hmm. But what I find, and it sounds like what you found too, is like when you just have those few minutes with yourself, like what I do is I'm like, what's coming up for the day? Is there anything I'm missing? And what are all my negative thoughts about it? And I just tell myself all the negative things that I'm thinking, and then I just get it out. And I'm like, okay, great. Now, what do I want to think about everything that's on my schedule for the day? And then I just get into so much more of an inspired and motivated and productive place, but only because I've given myself the space to be with the negativity. And you know what? That's another thing that I really enjoy about the program is like you did not preach like this toxic positivity because I feel like there's a lot of content out there that is just like, just think it and believe it and you'll be it and don't think negative and don't think this. And I like how you framed a lot of it as like productive or unproductive. Mm -hmm. You know, how is this serving you? Because you can have like some negative feelings may actually lead to more productivity, you know? So being able to kind of view it in those camps where it was very helpful for me, And just being able to sit with like, hey, you know, when you do this, you may think that it sucks for right now. You know what I mean? Like, how can we reframe that? I think that level of permission, you know, to experience those feelings and not to have the guilt for being in like a negative space for that day or whatever's going on is very, very helpful because it acknowledges like our human experience. Yes. And I feel like a lot of these, experts and gurus are like, no. And then it's like, it leaves you feeling inauthentic and it leaves you feeling worse. You know, thinking positivity is going to make you feel better. Like, no, it leaves you feeling worse. So I love that. Like I can sit in how I'm truly feeling. Mm -hmm. I'm about whatever's going on and be okay in that and be able to walk that through. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. It's so important. And, you know, I was thinking about it today. Like I woke up this morning And within probably 10 minutes, I was in such a bad mood, which that's not normally how I wake up. Like I do normally wake up perky, which I know is annoying, but it's true. (laughs) (laughs) And I felt so heavy and I just sat down and I was like, what is going on? And I just listed every single thing. And then I was like, okay, what do I need to hear from myself? Like, how do I want to soothe myself? And one of the things that I wrote was I was like, you can cancel everything today. I was like, you can email every single person on your schedule right now and just be like, listen, I cannot meet because I was experiencing such intense negative emotions. And then I was like, you know what? No, I can totally show up with my negative emotions and be fully present and use my negative emotions to actually connect more deeply with people. 
but I loved that I gave myself that option where I was like, you don't have to show up, but you probably want to. And it was just letting myself see that there are options. And so I want to give you credit for coining this term right here on this podcast of authentic productivity. Hmm. I'm like, that's what it is. And that's what you keep saying. I'm like, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That is good. So job. good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So tell us two things. One, where people can find you, but also what you're excited about what's coming up in the next, let's say year, two years, three years for you. Not your plans, but just exciting things that might be happening. Okay, so you can find me on Branded in Purpose on Instagram. And it's just Branded in Purpose, just like it sounds. And then what I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to financial freedom, which I feel like I am experiencing now as far as being able to kind of be like this digital nomad is, I think, the term. Um, So I'm looking forward to just exploring deeply different cultures in the next couple years. I'm learning different languages. I'm looking forward to just really connecting with people in a genuine way and, you know, helping business owners. Overall, I want to be able to go back to inner city schools and to create curriculum regarding entrepreneurship. And really, I want to infuse some of this productivity in there for them as well. And just like the mindset piece, because I feel like that is something that it's the missing component. I know it's a work that people don't always want to do, but it is the most important piece when I look at like all aspects of life. And so I really want to be able to give back to the youth and to be able to start a nonprofit for inner city youth um, regarding entrepreneurship and just really helping them to be able to flourish and to have the skill sets that they need so that they can be in business and work on creating generational wealth for themselves and their families. So powerful. Thank you for sharing that. And definitely call me. We can teach them deep work together. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, man, I didn't service my kids well because when I tell you everyone gets so sick of me, I'm like, you guys need to do this. You guys need to do that. They're like, oh my goodness. I talk about you all the time. Like everybody knows who you are. And it's not, like I said, it's not an overhype. It's just, it's fact. So if you were whack, I wouldn't even be on here. So (laughs) I'm just saying like, you are amazing. And I just want to, again, let everybody know, I'm definitely going to be plugging Christina because she is that amazing. Seriously, everyone needs a Christina in their life. Thank you. Thank you so much. Drop the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Just end right there. I love it. Thank you so much for joining. I've learned so much. I'm so inspired by you. So kudos on all your success and thank you for sharing it with us today. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Half Finished to Done podcast. If you're ready to become a self-assured repeat project finisher, the best place to work with me is in my eight-week group coaching program, Half Finished to Done Live. You'll leave our time together with one finished project and the skills you need to finish any project, personal or business, in the future. Just head to peakcoaching.co slash HFD live for your next step. Can't wait to work with you.